Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Early Work, the podcast in which I, Reese James, chat to performers about the creative writing they did when they were younger, before they were professionals or whatever they do now. Uh, their embarrassing stuff, whether it's short stories, poems, plays, anything like that, song lyrics or stuff like that, anything creative to finally give it the public airing their younger self would have wanted all along. Uh, but their older self desperately does not. The more shame they feel about it, the better. And then I read some of mine. I wrote nothing but poetry when I was younger. It was very embarrassing. And I leveled the playing field by reading that out. And they judge me as equally as you judge us both. Today's guest is Lolly Adafope. You may know her from Shrill, the American TV show, or you may know her from uh, This Time with Alan Partridge, or At Eleven-ish, the ill-fated, abysmally received ITV2 sketch show that she appeared on with me. We were two of the main parts on At Eleven-ish on ITV2, and every week that garnered very angry tweets from people with dogs as their profile pictures. And we got through that together and now have formed an irreversible bond. You may also know she's a character comedian, Lolly Adafope. You may also know her from stuff like QI. She's appeared on Richard Osman's House of Games, in which she plays the character Richard Osman. Um, she came on today to read out some fan fiction from when she was younger. It wasn't about me, very disappointingly, um, but it was absolute filth. As ever, if you have any early work yourself, send it to earlyworkpodcast at gmail.com and I might just read it out in the outro of a future podcast if I believe that it's genuine. Here is the early work of Lolly Adafope. I am joined by Lolly Adafope. Hello. Who is a comedian. Yes. Character comedian. Yes. Which, what do you go, what do you prefer? Uh, comedian. But in the Brackets. comedy character comedian, right? And you know, actress, writer, actress, yes, or actor, female actor. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> really make it complicated. You may know Lolly from Soul Cycle, yes, where she goes every <laughs> every day. Didn't go this morning. Supposed to go this morning. Didn't I go. sneezed. Have you no, ever been I recognised don't... in a gym capacity? Um, no, never. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Lolly. 
Oh, yeah. If I were to guess what you were like at school, mm-hmm. um, which I'm going to because it's the first format point of the show, mm-hmm. I would say, given that you're very popular and social now, extremely social now, <laughs> typically I find people who are like that in adult life <laughs> were the absolute opposite at school. So I'm going to assume you were quiet, reclusive, and just tried to sort of go along, blend in, not really to put your head above the parapet <laughs> when you were at school because you were just like, I oh, just leave it. Just leave it. Just don't let anything... But I don't know. This is only based on what you're like now. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> Were you just like this? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. But when I was in primary school, actually, I was quite shy, I think. Oh, everyone is at primary school, Yeah, they? yeah. I was very, very clever. <laughs> oh, really? I know a lot of people don't really say that about what they were in school. <laughs> but in primary school, I was the cleverest kid in school. <laughs> and that's the truth. Based on what? SATS results? No, just my teacher at parents' evening was always like, she has the, she's the best, she gets the best scores. I think she's... you got hustled. Um, I think your teacher says that to everyone to no, encourage. No, I don't think so. Really, you've got to this age. I, I remember some... You're this old, you're nearly 30, and you still believe the lies <laughs> you're told. Really 13. Really 13. You've got your bat mitzvah coming up. <laughs> no, I was, I, was, I was so clever in primary school. What were your best topic, subjects? Topics? Maths. Maths, primary school maths. Yeah. And uh, I did Kumon maths, which is like that extracurricular maths thing. Yes, I remember the and logo. I was very good it's at that. Smiley face logo. Yes, yeah. And like a hand drawn by a child. Exactly, yeah. And did you carry that on into secondary school? The, I the carried cleverness? on into secondary school until sort of around the age we're about to talk about, when I kind of forgot about school. Because I was like, no, I just want to watch TV and pretend I'm in TV shows. Right, right, right. And so that's see people. And what age was that? That was about 14, 15. And that's when you started being creative? Yes, I think so. Well, I, was, I guess I was creative like when I was a child, but when I started being like taking myself seriously as an author. As an author? <laughs> oh, so that's what your creativity was. So were you good at English yeah. at school? I was good at English, yeah, yeah. And did your teacher say at parents' yeah, evening, really. Lolly is the smartest at English that we've ever had? Um, well, actually in my AS parents' evening, my math teacher said, Lolly's going to get an A or I'll eat my hat. And I got B. <laughs> oh God! And did you all sit dead. down for a she's lovely? Dead now. <laughs> oh no! Hat poisoning. She's not dead. She might be dead. <laughs> uh, okay. So you were good at English, and you were still good at maths. Yeah. But at forty, like that, you were inspired by TV shows. Well, that I, I just watched a lot of TV, and I think that that's kind of the age when you're like, what What do I actually want to be when I'm older? Mm. Like when you're younger, you think I want to be an astronaut, or whatever. Mm. and then at fourteen or fifteen, you start to kind of seriously consider what your future's going to be like. And what um, did you want to be? An author? I wanted to be some kind of writer, yeah. And but like my my wildest dreams were like, oh yeah, I'll be an actor, but I don't really know how that worked. And yeah, like, that just seems like a ridiculous thing to want to try and do. Maybe this is wrong, but it felt to me like most people sort of wanted to be an actor when they yes. were that age. Yeah, they were, it's yeah. just be on TV. Yeah, it's just like Be a star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not get told off for like mucking around. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Muck about for a job. That yeah. was it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So <laughs> were you performing at school or just writing privately? Uh, I wrote some plays when I was at school. And then did... And put did them you do on, them? yeah. Put them on completely extracurricular or as part of like drama? Uh, I did drama GCSE, mm. and then my drama teacher, Miss Hennessy, who was amazing, was like, there's this thing called Arts Award, you should do it. It's like an extracurricular, kind of like a good thing for your um, personal statement, but also just like a fun thing to do. And it had like a list of all the different things. It's kind of like Duke of Edinburgh, I guess, but like an arty one. Right. Um, and one of the things that you could do was write a, write a play and put it on. And so I did that, and I put it on with my friends at the like the talent show. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was there a prize at the talent show? 
No, it was just, it was just like all years. Just about compete, just about doing it. Yeah, taking yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. What was your play about? My play was about uh, an an orphan. Classic, classic yeah. play. It was so classic. It was like it was a maybe a sort of fifteen, sixteen year old girl who has been adopted by a sort of thirty year old man who's quite good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Always pictured him to be like quite fit. Yeah. And um, and she's kind of like a bit of a rebel and doesn't really know what she's doing and yeah. getting into trouble and he's very calm with her. But it was just like a one-act play, I think, and there's a picture of me in a paddling pool with no water, of course, cause it's just like on the stage in school. Right. But I'm like at a paddling pool and I'm like listening to music and then my dad comes in and he's like, time to go to school. And I'm like, I don't want to go to school. <laughs> I don't want to go to school. <laughs> and then uh, and then it's all just a bit abstract and nothing really makes sense. And then Oh, so then it becomes like, does it become like a physical theatre thing? Sort of, yeah. There was this song that my friend and I used to sing, that you sing in rounds, and it was just like this cool song, kind of like a sea shanty, I guess, but like for teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> for the MTV generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so I was like, I'm just going to put that in the play. So yeah, we just yeah, ended, yeah. This, ended the play by four of us like standing still, singing it, and it's like in my head like really haunting. <laughs> Yeah, but so but the point is, it's absolutely irrelevant to the play. Yes. But you just got it in. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. different to an Edinburgh show approach. Totally. The amount that you just go, totally. I quite, that's quite good. I'll yeah, just, yeah. I know it doesn't fit, but. Yeah, in a way, it kind of fits. It's a little aside. Yeah. Just make it a little aside. <laughs> yeah, that was my actual, that was my debut. That's what show. you. <laughs> and you won Best Newcomer yes. for that. Yeah, famously. 14 years old. Very impressive. Um, I was going to say, like, wouldn't it be creepy if a 30 year old man wrote a thing about adopting a 15 year old girl but wow. basically that is a lot of films yeah there's quite a few it's of them it's all Juno I guess in a weird way yeah 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 a lot of, there's some Woody Allen stuff anyway <laughs> cut that uh, <laughs> so 14 you sort of wanted to be an actor how old were you and decided comedy was the thing um, was that around the same time oh was Maybe it like a couple right. of years later I think in my head acting was being in like comedy TV shows. Is that because you most of what you were watching when you were that age was funny? Yeah, yeah. I was watching a lot of uh, Trouble. Yeah, Trouble. Channel. Oh. Yeah, um, love it. A lot of uh, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, a lot of Nickelodeon. A lot of all that. That was kind of like the thing that I wanted to do, which I guess is like Saturday Night Live for children. Right, right, right. I, I don't remember that. all that. It was like it was on Nickelodeon, and it was kind of like a cast of ten, like Keenan Kel, Keenan Kel, Keenan Kel. Yeah, yeah. He's so talented, it seems like there's two of them in it. <laughs> he didn't Kel first rose to fame on all that. He right, first, right, right, right. And then he got Keenan Kel. <laughs> <laughs> he got the job of Keenan Kel on, Kel, on yeah. Keenan Kel and Kel. And he played the role of Keenan Kel and <laughs> prized that role in Testing Night Life. <laughs> when you were doing stuff at school then, when you were putting on plays and stuff like that, were yeah. you just doing it because it was fun and it was just like a laugh and because obviously a teacher had encouraged you to do it? Or were yeah. you doing it as a way like of being like, um, I've got a... I've got to become popular by some means, and I'm not like I don't know I think that the stereotype. That I wasn't popular, and I no, I don't. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, it, but what is this? How you became popular because no, of doing that? No, or you would. This was sort of my separate thing that nobody so you would just did. Cool, anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I was cool, but I was definitely popular. Popular, smart. Popular, smart, funny, fit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was very. I was like the funny one, and I was popular right. for being funny. Um, and that kind of spans all different groups in school. So you're the popular kids mm. and the nerdier kids. And I was so like, everyone, you were loved I by I was the all. common denominator, yeah. You I was brought quite, I was quite nerdy groups way. together. Yeah, yeah. And then I, th- I, w- I was quite nerdy and then I kind of became friends with like the girls who 
had boyfriends because they were like, she's so funny. Let's have her along. Oh, right. I see. Okay. But but yeah. the funniness came first. It wasn't yes. a result of like, I want to get in with them. How can no, I do it? No, I was. I, really I think because my brother was very funny. Right. So I was always funny. Was it funny to be in your house when you were younger? Was everyone being funny all the time at home? You sort of. My parents were quite strict. Right. But we kind of had, like, as a family, had our own sense of humour and our own, like, private jokes and stuff. Um, and then whenever my friends came over for, like, birthday parties, I would sort of, like, really play up the relationship between me and my mum as, like, this kind of slapstick, like, TV show with a what? live audience. She won't let me do anything. <laughs> yeah, But yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want, yeah. Mum. Love you, Mum. Get a load of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And then did you ever get told, stop showing off? Was it that, those sorts no. of phrases? That's what I heard a lot when I was younger. Not really. I, I, I don't know why, because I definitely was showing off all the time, but I think my parents just sort of let me do it. Were your parents encouraging of like being creative when you were younger or didn't really have much to do with um, it? Like, would they come and watch you when you put on a play, for example? I think they did, yeah. But they weren't like, wow, go after your writing dreams and actor dreams, because I think I had like quite an obsessive personality, so I would just write things for my own pleasure and not do any of my work. Yeah. And so they were like, well, this is, you're doing too much of this now. The balance isn't right. Whereas if I'd yeah. done it like a normal amount, I'm sure they would have been like, yeah, this is great. But I was. So just- that's typically what you would do. So, other than like, so obviously you wrote this play because it was like an extracurricular thing. Yeah. But other than that, you were just writing stuff just for you and not sharing it with other yeah, people. Yeah. Like I would, I would write um, little short stories or like working on my MySpace. <laughs> Yeah, 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 right. Bebo. That way, and that's weird because that is a creative endeavor. Yeah, like editing photos, making them sepia. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Yeah. Um, great. Well, the first yeah. time I saw sepia, my head fell off. Yeah. It was mind blowing. Yeah. Is, uh, what, what time is this photo from? <laughs> what era has he traveled back to? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was madness. So, what, but writing like your profile on MySpace? Writing my profile. Yeah. And what sort of stuff did you have on that profile? Do you um, have access to that profile? I've got access to the profile, and it's. I read it the other day, and it's heartbreaking because it's so sweet. Oh um, right. So, and they don't ask you to write anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like it says, um, "What's your favorite no, hobby?" None of that. It's just you can just write like because um, because lots of people still write fan fiction now, like very seriously. Yeah. So you could just write like you know I'm an accountant, but I like writing fan fiction in my spare time I have two kids and a dog whatever yeah but I just made it into what like a MySpace profile would be like so um joined January 6th 2005 hey y'all <laughs> <laughs> what a start what a lovely start here's some irrelevant info about little old me <laughs> favourite band Green Day forever oh <laughs> uh, well, hang on a second stop there <laughs> Lolly, I need to ask you a question. Sure. Completely unrelated. Who's your favourite band? Um, have you heard of a little band called the Green uh, Day? American Idiot, just a bit, mate. Yes, heard of it. Thank you. Wake Green me up when forever? September ends. I'll well, tell you that exactly. much. Are they um, still forever? Is that that's presumably not true anymore? It's not true anymore. Very Partly naive. Though, well, because I saw little old you, so naive. <laughs> I saw um, actually very recently. I saw a thing on Twitter that said that. They were charging about six hundred pounds for VIP tickets to their shows. Mm. We don't even get to meet them, and I thought, and that's the reason you didn't buy one. That's the <laughs> band that I. That's not the band I knew. <laughs> right. Okay. It pro- I mean, it probably is. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. That's inflation, though. Fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. And they're not as big anymore, so no. they've got to make the money somehow. Um, favorite artists. So I've separated bands. Oh right. And artists. Yeah. 
Um, Alicia Keys, brackets, yeah, I noticed the contrast too. <laughs> and Eminem. <laughs> no brackets. No brackets. No brackets, no, nothing else. Green Day Forever, Alicia Keys, I noticed the contrast too. Eminem. Eminem. It, you, even no, then no you had a rule of needed. three gag in you. <laughs> Favourite actor, Adam Sander, Leonardo DiCaprio. How do you feel about both of those? Yeah, still up there. Still up there. Adam Sandler, probably my favourite actor, yeah. Yeah. Um, favorite what's, what's your favourite Adam Sandler um, performance? A performance? Just anything from Billy Madison, probably. Right. Yeah. Um, favourite actress, Reese Witherspoon. I really thought I was going to get a look in there. <laughs> it was so disappointing. I thought, oh, this is... Oh, okay. All right. Not the first time I've been shafted. <laughs> and the last one which I think is the funniest. Favourite colours? Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> no nonsense. Black and white, baby. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so for the listener who maybe not doesn't know what fan fiction is, what's, what is fan fiction? Um, fan fiction is when people write their own versions of television shows that already exist. So they write like... Rather than writing like a script for a TV show, they write kind of like a a novel right um, they just sort of write their own version of how so they take the characters live. yeah that have already been created yes. and then develop their own stories for them yes exactly and you can do whatever you want with them so what was your what TV show or film were you writing about uh, mine was a show called Everwood which okay. nobody watched which what was Everwood was, Everwood was I can't remember what channel it was on but it was like a sort of family drama about um, a guy and his dad, who moved to a new town, and the dad becomes a doctor in the new town. And their mum died, like, a while ago. And so this kid is kind of, like, a mysterious, kind of cool, uh, emo-y kid. Yeah. Um, and then he got, like, yeah, his relationships with people in school and, like, the dad's relationship. Because there's another dad in the town who's also a doctor. Oh, no. There's a bit of rivalry. Um, dad Doctor rivalry. It should be called. Rivalry. It should be called Dad Doctor. It should be. Everyone would watch a show called Doctor Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Dad, dad versus, versus Doctor Dad Two. <laughs> okay, so wait, he becomes a doctor. He's already a doctor. Oh, but and he moved. Then they move. Yeah, right, right, so then right. he becomes the second, I think, doctor in this town. <laughs> There's a this town ain't big enough for two doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of towns have quite a lot of doctors, I suppose. Yeah, this is Not a very small weird. town called Everwood. <laughs> oh, I see. Sorry, I apologise. So it's about boy and his dad. Yeah, the boy's called Ephraim. Ephraim. Yeah. E P H R A M. Right. And I can't remember the actor who played him, but I was obviously obsessed with him for a while. Have you seen him since? Haven't seen him in a long time. No. Actually, but there was it a period of time where with I these would, sorts of shows, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I'm sure it ran for like quite a few seasons, and then maybe he did a bit, and not really sure anymore. Um... But, yeah, I've obviously just fancied this guy. So I was like, well, I'm going to make my own fan fiction. Um, and, yeah. So you wrote loads of... How much were you writing? I wrote... The chapters were very short. I wrote 11 chapters right. of fan fiction. Because it, people Ephraim. write chapters, not episodes, because it's not really about, like, the TV world. It's about... It's more like a Creativity, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So it's about Ephraim. Is Ephraim, it Ephraim? Ephraim, yeah, but... Because I fancied Ephraim and because I was writing fan fiction, I would always write in a character that's basically for me to live vicariously through. So I'd write in like a new character that was just like me living out my fantasies of like being an American teen. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, with a locker. Yeah. You exactly. just wanted a locker. I just wanted a locker. Yeah. Fair enough. Would you like to read some of it now? Um, would you like me to? Yes, please. Okay. 
So, Chapter just for context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please give us as much context as possible, <laughs> I think. Uh, so the, the context is that in the show, because the show came out in America and then came out in the UK, but like five seasons behind. And because, as I, as I said, I was obsessed with um, androgynous names. I wanted to write in a character called Madison, who was basically me. <laughs> is, yeah, it sounds like an American high school TV show name. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the new kid, Madison? <laughs> Chapter one? Yes, please. Okay. I called it the Everwood story. Very creative. That's the one. The doorbell rang. It was movie night at Madison's house. So the whole gang, Sean, Eddie, Bridget and Madison, were seated around the television. <laughs> I'll get it. Should I do an American accent? I think, yeah. I'll get it, Madison said, leaping up from her cushion to open the door. Ephraim stood in the doorway. He was wearing his usual baggy jeans and a black and white T-shirt under his black zippy. <laughs> hey. What do you mean zippy? Hoodie. <laughs> zip, zip up. Zip up hoodie, hoodie. Yeah. right. Hey, he smiled at her and instantly shoved his hands into his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made it. Everybody, you all know Jake. That doesn't really make any sense. I think maybe I, can, I changed his name. From Jake to Ephraim. Mid-chapter. Yeah, maybe I wrote it and then I was like, this should be an Everwood fan fiction instead of a generic... Uh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, so I'll change that. Everybody, you all know Ephraim, she replied, turning to face American the accent, others. American accent, please. Everybody, you all know Ephraim, she replied, turning to face the others. They waved at Ephraim with friendly faces. When everyone was settled, Madison stood up in front of the television with an armful of DVDs and videos. <laughs> so, should we pick two movies? What do you got? piped up Eddie. Madison glanced over the films in her arms. <laughs> Let's see. Dude, where's my car? Slap her, she's French. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers 2. <laughs> Billy Madison. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woohoo! Bridget interrupted. <laughs> Madison pulled out a dusty video cassette from the cabinet. And she looked around and whispered, of course, the Blair Witch Project. <gasps> Woohoo! Bridget interrupted again. <laughs> I agree, Sean laughed. Definitely Blair Witch. He smiled nervously at Bridget. So I'm sort of setting up a double date situation here. There's some friction between Bridget and Sean. I There's see. Right, right, effort. right. The rest of the guys agreed. That is, the rest of the guys who weren't animatedly discussing simple plan. <laughs> <laughs> no way does it say that. <laughs> In reality, this left only Madison. But what about slap her, she's French first? Have you seen that, Bridge? Sean asked. Bridget was caught off guard. Uh, no, not yet. Sean grinned. Okay, let's watch that. Again, with a shy smiling. Madison sighed as she put the tape in. Was she ever going to get a boyfriend? It wasn't like she wasn't pretty. In fact, although she didn't realise the extent, Madison was probably the prettiest girl in the 10th grade. <laughs> Ephraim oh, heard her sigh. God. He patted the cushion beside her and she walked over to him, smiling. And that's how they stayed for the rest of the night. Bridget fell asleep on Sean's shoulder and Madison, Ephraim and Eddie curled up together on the cushions next to the sofa. Wow. That's the end of chapter one. Wow, chapter one. How exciting. Unbelievable. Okay, a few yeah. questions. <laughs> Um, love their own cushions. Yeah, 
Yeah, the, you can picture it, can't you? Yeah, they're yeah. just chilling out on the floor. Mm-hmm. Classic. Cushions, That's exactly cushions. what you'd expect. Yeah, big throw cushions. Yeah. Uh, classic that you've got them in black and white clothes. Um, DVDs and videos. DVDs and videos. DVDs. Dusty videos. So what are we talking? Is this an era where DVD had just become technology? I guess it must so it was be, like, yeah. Oh, not everything's on DVD yet. It was sort of, yeah, um, sort of breaking out of the blockbuster era. Right. Yeah. And so there's loads of DVDs and videos. <laughs> loads of DVDs and videos. <laughs> and um, you know when someone says, do you want to watch a film? Sure. To you now. Yeah. Right. And they list a few films, yeah. right? And then the list ends. Yeah. What do you respond with typically? Because <laughs> I always go, woohoo. <laughs> Every time someone suggests a film, I say woohoo. Well, she was... Re- Again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come to the idea that Bridget is sort of a kooky uh, character, you know, kind of an upbeat uh Yes, man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more depth to it than I anticipated. I fa- fair enough. You, you're doing a lot of setting up. Yeah, in this it's the moment. introduction, you know. And to be yeah. honest, it's actually, there's not that much, like, it's not clunky. It doesn't feel it's as clunky, clunky as an introduction would of like, and he's like this. Yeah, yeah. You don't really explain I'm, anything. I'm showing, not telling. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you think, you said halfway through, you think that maybe this is just generic fan fiction and then you turned it into... I feel like maybe I started writing Everwood. a story and then I thought, actually, what's going to propel me forward with this is some already pre-written marketable (laughs) yeah how can people connect (laughs) okay fair enough can we have chapter two okay chapter two chapter two obviously has the author's note at the beginning about um madison yes uh madison sat at the kitchen table eating an apple as she flicked through a random magazine her mom mariah walked through the door is Mariah a character in Everwood or no? That's an invented character. I think that's an invented character, yeah. Okay, so this is Madison speaking. How can anybody think that Slipknot are better than Green Day? That's just not right, she joked to her mom. Mariah wasn't paying any attention whatsoever. Huh? What? Madison looked up. Who do you prefer, Green Day or Slipknot? Hmm, her, mo- her mom hesitated. Metallica. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> Madison rolled her eyes and laughed. You're just a walking joke book, ain't you? <laughs> Mariah came to sit at the table. Um, I have a proposition for you. I'm listening. Madison's mom cleared her throat theatrically. <clears throat> well, a friend of mine that just moved here needs a babysitter to take care of his daughter. I think she's nine or ten. You interested? Madison nodded enthusiastically. When do I start? Mariah chuckled. (laughs) Today, actually. (laughs) And what time would that be? An address, maybe? Now, Andy wanted you to meet him at this address, Mariah said as she fished out a scrap of paper from her pocket. He wants you to have dinner there and meet the family and stuff, I guess. Right. Ah, well, I guess I better be going. I'll be back around 2 a.m., yeah? Hilarious. Just hilarious, Mariah sighed, as Madison left the house with her skateboard. <laughs> Weird. Not on. Um, is that the end of I chapter two? I couldn't ride a skateboard. That's the end of chapter two. <laughs> but you were the sort of person who would have a skateboard, yeah, just yeah. for show. I didn't um, want to get caught out. <laughs> Classic bit of old mum chat that you have with your mum about whether yeah. she prefers Slipknot or Green Day. Absolutely. With a real agenda there, the way you said Green Day. Yeah, it was Green Day. Yeah, yeah, I could tell. That was the most italic sounding thing yeah, I'd ever yeah. heard in a dramatic It's always reading. a cool mum who's probably wearing high-waisted jeans. Right. She's probably about 29. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love it, Metallica. Great, a great reveal. Yeah. I like that when she gets offered the job... Mm-hmm. 
babysitter. So this is a full-time babysitting job. Yeah, so this is going to be babysitting for Ephraim's little sister. And sort of, like, pretty constantly by the sounds of it. Because it's, when do I start? It's quite a weird question to ask. It's like, do you want to babysit tonight? Yeah, I I guess the idea was that... um, she's sort of sprung this on her daughter mm. and been like, would you be interested in doing this thing? And she's probably promised the dad that her daughter will do it. Right. And hasn't actually checked yet. And I've got to say, the daughter doesn't react particularly politely. Much as she wants the job. Yeah. She's a bit, bit arsy at one point. She doesn't know. I think she's a... A dress, maybe? Yeah. Uh, a time, she's please? like, you just sprung this on me. Yeah. And they have that kind of relationship, you know, it's banter, banter, banter. Um, and I think probably this what This sounds I'm doing like the relationship is, that you said that you fictionalised you having with your own mother yes. when people came round, which is this back <laughs> yeah, and forth yeah, yeah, sitcom exactly. level. Yeah. I mean, that's so clearly the inspiration yeah. behind this. I think I think um, I'm setting up that Mariah is probably going to have a thing with uh, Ephraim's dad. Right. And so she's just made this promise to him. And she's been like, oh, my daughter, she wants you know to link the families together. Um, and then she's sprung this on her daughter and her daughter's kind of like I guess I'll do it yeah and but she doesn't really mind but she's kind of but like this my is our crazy mum yeah our way into Ephraim's world exactly right? it's it's really good I mean it's good that these are separated out <laughs> yeah. Did, and was this popular did this do well in the um, it was Everwood popular. community um, maybe I can find the reviews actually oh yeah it's going to be very embarrassing reviews. when you find a review one star and the username is Reese James <laughs> <laughs> uh the most recent review, Ack, what happened to the rest of the chapters? Continue, would you please? Great story so far. Nice. Another, another. So, was uh, there a big gap? Were you leaving big gaps between? I think that was just at the end. That was someone came came and found it. You know, oh, a year right. later when I moved on. <laughs> I see. Right. So you. Oh, so it doesn't. The story doesn't necessarily conclude with the tenth chapter. No, I think I just sort of forgot about it. Oh, I see. So we don't. We don't get an ending. Okay. I think it's got an ending, but it's not the end. Yeah. Um, and that's the good thing about fan fiction you can go on forever it could last forever you should bring it back yeah please update I love Bridget Eight Simple Rules is my favourite show I got the drawing thank you for it because in a later chapter excuse me (laughs) in a later chapter um, Madison goes to prom is it prom? I think it's prom or just some kind of dance and um, I wrote my author's note I wrote I've drawn a dress which I think is what she would be wearing <laughs> to, the, to the party, I've designed oh. her dress. If you want me to email it to you, then let me know. And so, a couple of people, a couple of my yes, fans, yes, please. I need to see this. I can't imagine it. A couple of my fans did email. They said, "I, I would, I would like to see the, the dress, please." And so, you sent emails of a picture of a dress. Yeah, just a, a, a sketch of now, a dress. Question: mm-hmm. You got to have been scanning that in in those days. I was scanning it in. Man, the and image of you scanning paper. that in. Scanning in this drawing of a dress. What are you yeah. doing in there, Lolly? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Homework. Just maths That's homework. homework. <laughs> Were your, was anyone aware of this in your real world? Yes. Because there's one review here that says, um, wow, cool story, especially the chapter I helped you write. <laughs> Keep it going. Dad. And I, I don't think that I had any help with it. I think I probably you know went to a, a close friend for, for some ideas on... Uh, whether it was good or not, but I don't think maybe I got some notes. That, I, I mean, that's a bit of a dickhead writer. message. Yeah, 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 yeah. the whole thing, especially the one that I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what an arsehole. Uh, good updates. Glad you updated. Hope you can again. No one else is. Don't know why, but glad you are. I'd be dying without it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I can see why you did it. People really relied on you yeah. in those days. Um, I hope he chooses Madison. I hate Amy. Amy is uh, a real character from the show who right. I wrote in. And is Amy a villain in the show? 
in in the show, not really, but I think I just didn't like her. In the, right. in the show, she's a bit annoying, but she's kind of fine. Uh, I hope she's Madison. I hate Amy. Please update soon. I also asked for a sketch of the dress you made, Madison. My email is melonblaster. At. <laughs> Doesn't say at. <laughs> My, email My email is melonblaster. My email is melonblaster. That is absolutely amazing. And did you then email melonblaster at every different thing? <laughs> melonblaster at Gmail, Hotmail, Tiskily. <laughs> Yonder. <laughs> uh, please update soon. Are Madison and Ephraim going to have sex? Oh. 14 years old. I mean, there's fucking... Fan fiction is just full of horny idiots. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, my gosh. Amy is so mean. The chapters are too short, but I like this story. Update soon. This is great. I mean, it's going very well yeah. for you. Can I, we have I an, was actually pretty popular. Can we have another chapter maybe okay. from slightly further down the line in the story? Sure. Um, we might have to fill in some gaps for us afterwards. Um, okay, we'll, we'll go to uh, the dinner. Um, and how far are we? Th- what chapter number is this? This is chapter five. Oh, great. Um, so I think what's happened just before is that Amy's turned up and Madison's been like, we're actually at dinner. And Amy's been like, I'm going to stay. <laughs> Uh, And so it's a bit awkward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Author's note. I am so sorry about the wait, but not going to make excuses. Hey, Camden girl, I'll try and make the chapters longer from now on, or I'll put up more than one at a time. Thanks for all the reviews. Keep them coming. Chapter five, (laughs) dinner. The dining room was quiet. The only sound heard was that of Madison's fork clinking against her plate. Andy tried to break the awkward silence as Ephraim's dad. So, everyone looked up. The sudden word was surprising. You're all in the same class? Yup, said Madison, eyeing Amy suspiciously. Amy smiled smugly. Ephraim sits behind me. Amy smiled sickly sweetly round at everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Good for him, Madison Madison muttered sarcastically under her breath. Amy raised her eyebrows. What was that? Idiot says what? (laughs) (laughs) Keep it classic. Idiot says what is Madison? And then Amy goes, what? And then the Browns, that's uh, Ephraim's family. The Browns, Madison and Nina. Not quite sure who Nina is, actually. Now I'm getting confused. I think maybe I changed my mum's name to Nina. Right. Right. (laughs) And her name before was Mariah. Mariah, yeah. The Browns, Madison and Nina tried to stifle their laughter. I remember at this time I was really obsessed with, like, takedowns (laughs) takedowns <laughs> yeah. like basically what it now is hey debate me and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll take you down oh and what in those idiots says what type stuff yeah but also just like being a bit sassy and like someone saying like you're ugly and then someone being like well if I was as ugly as you I don't think I would be able to get up in the morning yeah, or something like that right, everyone right, being right. like whoa, whoa whatever you say I am yeah. I was really obsessed <laughs> with like being witty I know you're the one I yeah exactly um so, uh, Madison says, idiot says what? Amy says what? Everyone laughs. Amy shook her head. That's just so immature. What did you call me? That's Madison. Amy looked up slightly nervously. Well, you called me an idiot. Madison smiled. Maybe I didn't make myself clear. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> so dark. Immature, okay? Immature. Amy glared at Madison, blushing furiously. She was extremely embarrassed. Madison nodded. Just thought I'd make sure. I wanted to know for sure that you, Amy, who came here with some fake story about your boyfriend to try and hit on Ephraim, are calling me, Madison, the one who has been hired as a babysitter, immature. Okay, right. (laughs) Stop you there. I know I said before that actually there's not that much setting up an exposition, but that is absolutely obscene. I think in the previous... Chapter. 
I mean, there's a lot of information that we already know in that. <laughs> um, Carrot, um, continue, please. Nina, ooh, Nina felt this was the right time to cut in. Maybe you should... Madison got up. You know what? Forget about it. I'm going upstairs to hang it out with mature nine-year-old Delia. Author's note, sorry if that's the wrong age. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there was silence as Madison left the room. Nina exhaled. Wow, um... Amy, maybe you better go. Your parents are probably worried about you. Amy looked shocked. But I... Yeah, I think that's best, Ephraim cut in. After all, you've just been through a rough breakup. And you'll probably want to be alone with your thoughts, Andy finished. Amy nodded, trying to come across as if she understood. Oh, um, okay. She then batted her heavily mascara-laden eyelashes. (laughs) Ephraim, maybe you could walk me home? Actually, I think I'd better clear the table. Wash the dishes, said Andy. Prepare dessert, said Nina. Ephraim turned to look back at Amy. Sorry. Amy swallowed. Don't worry about it, she said, her voice higher than normal. See you later, Brown, she whispered, giving him the eye. Oh, nice cliffhanger. Very <laughs> sexy. So yeah, wow. I think Amy's turned up and she's been like, I just wanted to talk to Ephraim because I'm really sad about my breakup. Mm. Um... And Madison's livid, absolutely fuming. Now, you were 14. Yeah. Probably just getting into makeup? Uh, Probably not even then. Oh, really? Yeah. But we were an age where you were like like observing makeup and fascinated by it. Yeah, I probably didn't even know what mascara mascara was. Heavily (laughs) mascara-laden eyelashes. I definitely didn't wear mascara until very late on. Yeah. I wasn't wearing it then. (laughs) It's a very weird way to describe anything. (laughs) Um, I love that he's called Ephraim. Dad? Andy, yeah. keep it simple. Yeah, Doctor yeah, yeah. Andy, is it Andy Brown? They're the, are they the Browns? Yeah, they're the Browns. Yeah, Andy Brown. Andy Brown, lovely name. <laughs> and his name is Andy in the show, presumably. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Andy Brown. I definitely pictured him as the same dad. So, would you go to a doctor called Andy Brown? If he called himself Andy, not sure. No, Andrew. you've got to be Andrew. Re- Doctor <laughs> Andrew Brown. Brown. It's got to be Doctor Andrew Brown. <laughs> um, I mean, I've got to score it all now. So right. we've not heard all of it, but that's a good taster. So I score it on three categories, and they are originality, the first one. Right. I don't know. I've never seen the show. So it's yes. out, each one's out of five, and you get a total score out of fifteen. Right. Okay. So uh, originality. I think I'm going to. I've never heard anything like this before in my life. <laughs> I understand this exists. Yeah. But based on the reviews you were getting, mm. which were very positive, yes. and a couple of them saying, thank God you're doing this because no one else is, <laughs> I'm going to give you a four. Thank you so you much. You only lose one point because you didn't invent a lot of these characters. Absolutely. But you gain a point because you keep changing the characters' names. <laughs> <laughs> and that's quite an original thing to do in a story. Um, and then the next one is pure teen horniness. Now, sure. for the first one, I was sort of like, it's going to be scored pretty low. It's not mm. the fan fiction I would expect to be a bit. Um, saucy horny and yeah. sexually charged and this mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. but then it does start to get into a bit of a romance it setting it does ramp up yeah it, it really, really heats up <laughs> oh that was spicy at the end chapters, wasn't it so. exactly that's only chapter 5 yeah. so I'm going to assume it gets pretty horny yeah, she's stuff. giving him the eye and I'm talking about hitting on yeah hitting <laughs> on yeah it's very it's very Americanized isn't it so I'll give you a I'll give you four. Great. Four pure teen horniness. Happy with that. And then the next one is the Mickey Mouse Club slash Ryan Gosling, Ryan Goose score, which <laughs> is uh, how much does this represent who you became? How much potential right. does this show for who right. you now wow. are? Yeah. It's not really similar to anything <laughs> you do now, despite how frankly horny it is. Sure. Um, 
but it, there's some, there's the definitely creative. There. There's creativity to it, and there was jokes in it. Yeah. And you had that rule of three joke on your profile. <laughs> um, I think that's human. I'll give you a three. Yeah. I'll give you a three for that. Cool. So what's that? How many is that? What 11. did I give? Eleven. Eleven out of fifteen. That's a pretty respectable <laughs> score. You so Are you happy with that? I'm happy with that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, now I have to level the playing field by reading an embarrassing wow, thing of my own. I can't wait. Um, I was a little bit older than fourteen when I wrote this. <laughs> this is last week. This is a, <laughs> this is a poem, and it, it's a shame that we probably can't play in the thing that I, it was influenced by. Sure. But it, this is. This, well, I know what it's influenced by. I doubt it. It's quite specific, but we'll see. Okay, okay. This is this is very embarrassing. Okay, I don't want to read this. <laughs> <clears throat> Why do we bother? Why do we bother each other with our reasons and our dreams we each perceive to be believing in these things we know no means of reality? But brutality is sanity, like Western civilised vanity. Not anarchy, not panicking, just modern familiarity. Disparage me, I need it. But if I need it, we all do. Including you and you, and don't deny it because you do. And though it's true, I'd like to change so we can move and grow and prove ourselves to who ourselves we need it. But why bother? When we've got another choice to just ignore the moral voice and just consume. When once in a blue moon we might bother, we've got each other to depend on, or a Mastercard to spend on, or a local branch to lend from, so wow. we don't bother. Wow. Oh, God. That was your last Edinburgh show. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Opened and closed with it. Opened and closed with it, baby. I was 17, 2008. That's really impressive. Um, no, it's not. The, the rhyming, the rhythm. No. no. <laughs> The I rhyming, but the rhyme sounded... I, I couldn't have done that when I was 17. Absolutely meaningless. It is meaningless, but it's impressive. Um, 17-year-old talking about how we've got a MasterCard to lend on or a local yeah, branch to lend that's from. That's a MasterCard advert. I've never had a MasterCard, even <laughs> to this day, and I uh, have never borrowed money from a local branch. <laughs> I suppose overdraft. I suppose what, overdraft. What was the thinking behind it? I was trying to do, at the very start of Dan Lassac versus Scroobius Pip's album, yes. there's this Scroobius Pip poem mm-hmm. where he's talking about, um, I ain't going to take it no more. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to stand idly by with a tut on a side while inside we all cry out. I mean, rhythmically, yeah, it's yeah. a direct attempt <laughs> to do that. Yeah. I don't know what any of this means, but he was talking about stuff like Western that, values being bad. When that album bad. came out, I, I think it was sort of a, a global moment for people our age. Yeah, to go, all right, all, Th- all right. This is the Bible. Word. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, when it was, was that, thou shalt again. always thou kill. Shall that, always kill. Yeah, yeah. That was mind blowing to everyone. That shook the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it certainly shook our little world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was so. It's, that was, that's what inspired me. Wow. Was to write this. Um, so, Lolly, I need you to score that poem on the same categories, and they are first of all originality. Originality. Um, well, you've admitted that you copied it. From... Yes. <laughs> yes. But I do think that for, for your age. 17. It's pretty original. No, it's 17. Yeah, 17 is quite old, isn't it? Yeah. Billie Eilish is 17. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Oh, don't say that. Um, so I'm going to have to give you a two. For I originality. think that's generous. Okay. Pure yeah. teen horniness. Pure teen horniness. It's not horny at all. It's full of rage, though. It's ra- oh, might, Yeah, I guess horniness. You could argue that's frustration. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'll probably give you a four for the passion. For the, oh, right. Because it's passionate. Yeah, it's, that, it's, it's heat. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Mickey Mouse Club, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Goose score. How much potential did it show for what I am? Um, I'm going to give you a five. Yeah. <laughs> because it's exactly the same as your material now. That's what I talk if about. If you said that was from the Edinburgh show, yeah. I believe you. Western civilised vanity. That's all I talk about. Um, I know. It's a shame that so many of these, I then did it. I, I have stopped doing that for the last two shows. If you're coming to the tour show, don't expect. Actually, no, wait. Forget it. Um, just remembered. Just remembered. It's the whole show. Uh, so what did you give me a five, a four, and a two? Five, a four, and a two. So you got eleven as well. Eleven. Yeah, so we draw. Right. Um, we both win, but 
we clearly both lose. We're losers. <laughs> and now, if you wouldn't mind, mm-hmm. I'd love to have you play us out of the sure. episode with the um, final chapter you've chosen to read us, which I believe is about the dance. The yes, big the dance. ball. The ball. <laughs> Uh, yes. So, yeah, this is uh, chapter seven, The Ball. Author's note. I just realised that I kind of left out some of my other made-up characters, so they feature a bit more in this chapter. Please, please, please keep reviewing. Cameron, one, two... I can't even read this out. You have to. (laughs) I read the MasterCard to lend on. Wow. I need it. I need to hear it. Cameron, one, two, three. Please, please, please keep reviewing. Cameron, one, two, three likes reviews very, very much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you shouldn't have read it. I wish you hadn't read it. I hated hearing it. I hated hearing it. I I don't know who that is who wrote that. That's not me. V-E-W-Y. Two W's. Two W's. Very, very much exclamation mark. Any ideas, comments or opinions? I love it all. And I'd say that has that's changed. That's changed. That's changed. That's not me. Keep your feedback to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Madison and Bridget were getting changed into their ball in the small room above the dance hall. The fundraiser had already started, but they had decided to come down the stairs fashionably late. Very chic. So, Maybelline or Revlon? Bridget asked Madison. Madison fluttered her eyelashes, pretending to be a model. Well, which do you recommend, she drawled in a posh voice. Why, Revlon, of course, Bridget giggled. Madison stopped laughing for a moment and looked up thoughtfully. What do you think Amy will be wearing? Do you think maybe she'll go commando, she giggled nervously. Bridget rolled her eyes. Why do you even care? Your dress is totally better than anyone's. But what if Ephraim... Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. What? You totally like Ephraim. Madison looked down. I do not, she said quietly. You so do. This is awesome. Madison laughed in admittance. Oh, yeah, well, you totally have the hearts for Sean. Bridget gasped. Shh, someone will hear you. What? Someone will hear you. So what? Bridget now looked anxious. Madison, I really don't want to like him, but I can't help it. He's just so cute and funny and, well, perfect, I guess. Madison looked confused. Am I missing something or what? I don't see the problem. Bridget sighed. Haley. Ah, yes, Madison sighed dramatically. That dreaded girlfriend. Exactly. Madison sighed to ponder the matter in a serious light. Well, do you like Haley as a friend? I guess I used to, but recently she's been acting really, really annoying. Bridget grinned. Yeah, she's always, you know, nibbling on Sean's ear in the corridors. <laughs> and it's obvious that he doesn't like it. <laughs> Issues of consent. She thinks she's so all that. If you ask me, you're not to blame for anything. I mean, it's obvious that Sean likes you. Bridget perked up. Really? Duh. Bridget and Madison both laughed. Well, that's good to know, especially since Ephraim Brown adores you. Come off it, Bridge. Come off it. He invited you to a ball. This is so Cinderella. <laughs> Apart from the fact that I'm not a slave with a fairy godmother. <laughs> but dog. <laughs> Whatever. Do you think maybe we should go down now? Sure. And don't worry, Bridge. I have a feeling you and Sean will be very happy tonight. What are you thinking, Madison? Bridget raised her eyebrows. Nothing, Madison replied. Nothing at all. As Madison came down the stairs, the whole of the ballroom turned to look. With her beautiful auburn hair curling on her shoulders, she looked amazing. Author's note, if you want a picture of the dress that I drew for Madison, just send me an email. (laughs) As Bridget then followed Madison, Sean almost dropped his punch. (laughs) (laughs) Go get her, dude, Eddie whispered to Sean. Wow, was all that Sean could manage. 
Eddie waved his hand in front of Sean's face. I said go get her. Sean sighed and looked down. I can't. It wouldn't be fair on Haley. Dude, Eddie said shocked. It wouldn't be fair on Bridget if he didn't. Haley's not even here, he said quickly surveying the hall. Too quickly. I guess. Correct mundo, my brother. <laughs> um, maybe I should skip, skip ahead. Basically, uh, Madison and Ephraim meet on the dance floor. They're both a bit nervous. Then uh, Damien Rice's The Blower's Daughter came onto the speakers and Ephraim had an idea. Hopefully we can clear that. <laughs> Do you maybe want to dance? Madison smiled. I'd love to. And then I've written the lyrics here. And so it is... Just like you said it would. It's a very sad song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're dancing. So, you guys having a good time? That's or- no, Eddie's sort of organising Sean and Bridget to kiss. It's a really long chapter. Bridget and Sean flirting. Sean, so, you like Damien Rice? Bridget smiled at him. Mm-hmm. You? Sean grinned. Sure, but my chemical romance is more me. Oh, really? She asked playfully. Really, he replied. Then came the awkward silence. Eddie broke it. Sighing, he said, You kids, can't you just get it over and done with? He was about to say more, but the leader of the cheerleading squad caught his attention and he left quickly. (laughs) 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 Sean turned to look at Bridget. Do you feel like dancing to Jamie and Rice? Oh, wow. Why do I say Jamie and Rice so many times? She smiled, surprised. What? Sean was disappointed. Well, I guess that's fine if you don't want to. No, Bridget looked deep into his eyes. I do want to. They both smiled and began to dance. So, are you all right? Ephraim asked Madison, who had her head on his shoulder. She sighed in bliss and said, I'm great. I'm really glad you came, Ephraim whispered. Madison smiled as their lips moved closer. I'm pretty glad too. It was the perfect song and the perfect moment. As their lips moved closer, Madison felt the sparks inside her that she knew she only had with Ephraim. Just before their lips touched... Hey guys, Madison, could I cut in? It had to be Amy. <laughs> oh, what a ending. <laughs> what a scoop. Of course it had to be Amy. Fucking hell, they're Ruining about to kiss. it just as their lips were about to touch. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a performance. Uh, just one main note. It's absolutely fascinating to hear the phrase come off it in an American accent. <laughs> Very surprising. Your Britishness really coming through. Come off it. Hey, come off it, dude. Correct a mundo, my brother. Duh. Nice to hear a duh. Um, Lolly Adafopi, thank you very much for coming in and bringing your fan fiction. Thank you so much. What an absolute pleasure. Uh, a score of 11. Thank very you. Very respectable. There you have it. That was Lolly Adafope's early work. Uh, an incredible bit of fan fiction. Ten chapters worth. Uh, we couldn't get through it all, of course, but she did read it to me afterwards, and it is exactly as you imagine. A lot of correctamundo type stuff throughout. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, check out Lolly on Twitter and Instagram at Lolly Adafope. Go on her MySpace page. Uh, you can see if you can get on fanfic.net and find her profile. I don't know what her username is on that, but uh, oh, no, I do. Of course I do. It's Cameron123. Everyone, fanfiction.net, Cameron123, and you can read the whole thing. And you might even find a picture of a dress, which is sort of a normal drawing of a dress. <laughs> um, I'm on tour. Come to my tour, reesejames.co.uk for dates. Uh, and once again, feel free to send in any stuff that you have earlyworkpodcast at gmail.com and I might read it out in future if it lives up to the standard of a guest like Lolly. This episode was sponsored by SoulCycle, Mastercard and Damien Rice. Thank you for listening.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.